It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show... Plastic may be the thing in your holiday dinner placenta that makes you go, hmm. Somebody tell my child if she ends up on the naughty list, it's straight to prison. Octopus punches fish, probably to fight over the last PS5 at a Walmart. Hmm. Turns out humans can hibernate, which is why I've gained 50 pounds this holiday season. Uh, can I get one of them 10 piece Nintendo buckets for Christmas? Sorry, we're out. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> and Antarctica has COVID. Well, it's probably because Chile wouldn't wear a mask. Oh. Somebody tell the penguins the mask needs to go all the way over their beak. Well, the walruses also refuse to wear masks, citing their, er, 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 I mean, freedom. <laughs> so the, um, the uh, jingle bells from last episode are still in there. I'm just going to leave them. That sounds good. Yeah. I didn't bother making like a Christmas theme this year, so. Well, it's 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 like a it's like a LaCroix of Christmas. It's implied. There's some jingle right. bells there. Yeah, implied jingle bells. Implied jingle bells. So, uh jing, jing, jing. we changed up the beginning a little bit here cuz it it sounded terrible on my um my speakers in my living room. You decided no no thank you. No, See, I don't no. notice cuz usually I play it in the car and so there's a lot of road noise okay yeah yeah it also like your voice sounded so much quieter than mine so this week we changed that i did notice that i did notice <laughs> we we changed and i so i couldn't i couldn't adjust it so that it was like mine was audible um but yours didn't like blow out the speakers i don't know it, it wasn't consistent anyway so now it's much better i think i hope let's pray hopefully we'll see let, let us, us know let us know oh indeed well yeah i mean come on it is the season for Christmas. It is. Right? Because, I mean, best case scenario, if you're re listening to this, the second it releases, it's probably Christmas Eve. Oh, you're I, right. I doubt we're going to, because it's the day before. It's Christmas Eve Eve currently. Right. And I doubt we're going to get it out in time for Christmas Eve Eve. So now it's just Christmas Eve. Right. So I wonder. You don't know if, you're shopping? Oh, I don't shop. Oh, I, I mean, I yeah. Think, I mean, I Amazoned a lot of stuff to my yeah, house. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't go into a store to purchase any gifts as of yet. I right. do need to go to Target or Meyer or Kroger, someplace with like you know candy. Uh huh. Oh, that yeah, me too. For the stocking yeah, stuffers, for, yeah. yeah, the stockings. But yeah. everything else, I ordered. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I have received everything. I've got one thing still coming from Amazon. And they say it will be here tomorrow. Oh, well, you can count on that. By 10 p.m. You cannot count on getting a Christmas card, apparently, from Alexandria, Virginia to uh, Ypsilanti, however. Oh, no? In like a month. Yeah, we've been waiting on them. But both uh, my friend mailed them to two of us, and neither of us have gotten them yet. It's crazy. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, we mailed out our Christmas cards weeks ago. And by we, I mean my wonderful wife, who uh, does that all. Uh, well in advance while well, I believe we were podcasting. Oh, nice. Well, what she else can is correct she going to do? Not put in the, uh, you know, watch movies, talk to her friends, read. And, and what else? I don't know. What do women do these days? Uh, I, I literally don't know. don't know. I don't live with a woman anymore. <laughs> I don't know what they do. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, they do the usual things. Oh, okay. Yes, the usual things. So, yeah. How so, was your week, Jeff? Oh, Jason. Oh, my gosh. It was <laughs> it was fine. So I went to Whole Foods 
uh, mm. to the store and I bought mm. a top, uh, no, a New York strip steak. Mm. And it was like a pound. And it was like an inch and a half thick. Nice. And Is I, that going to be your Christmas dinner? No, I ate it already. Was your dinner? <laughs> it was just my dinner the other night. <laughs> and I made some um, uh, some asparagus with gorgonzola butter. Mm. Uh. And, well, it's very good. I'm not a fan of gorgonzola. Yeah, it's it's very good. I'll So it, the good thing about it is you can just make asparagus like you want it, you know, mm-hmm. just with the salt and pepper and garlic or whatever you put on yeah, it, yeah. and then just add the gorgonzola butter as you want. So I didn't know. So I served this a uh, couple of years ago, I think at... Actually, I think at a Christmas dinner with the family, and I made, or maybe no, maybe it was July Fourth. Doesn't matter. So I made half of the half of the um, uh, asparagus with, and half of it without, mm-hmm. and like everyone finished, everyone finished the the stuff with the gorgonzola butter, <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, I guess we'll eat this shit that's left over." No. And then uh, no, they just left it. They just left it. Like, my daughter's specific ones. No, my daughter's grandpa then took the gorgonzola butter that was in the bottom of the one pan and scraped it into the new one. <laughs> so I was like, I nice, think they nice. like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, victory on that one then. Yeah, and back to the steak though. Back to the yes, steak. I reverse. Right, I'd right. never heard of this this technique. It's called reverse searing. Okay. So you take this. It's uh, good for really thick steaks. You know, those thick with okay. two C's. You take mm-hmm. the you take the steak, put it in the oven, low okay. heat two seventy five for like twenty uh-huh. minutes or or to your desired doneness, mm-hmm. and then um, and then you that, sear it, and then you sear it. So that kind of like dries the meat mm-hmm. out a little bit, and the and then um, you toss it on. Quite juicy it. in the middle still. Oh, so it was so juicy. It was even a more succulent than I took it of a uh, fuck. That was supposed to be a Seinfeld quote. <laughs> you got a more succulent than I could have hoped. There we go. It was very good. Oh man, and you just you, you get it perfect because you don't have to worry about it overcooking in the, on, in the searing part, um, mm-hmm. or like not evenly cooking because it's all in the same temperature. So, mm-hmm. Also, unrelated, you ever wash a blanket that smells like feet and then it still smells like feet after you wash it? I don't know that I've had a blanket that smells like feet, though I did have some family members use a blanket, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was washed, but uh, we took it in a car with us, and we got stuck in a snowstorm, so we like, were at a rest stop trying to you know sleep a little bit sure. before we continued our journey, and it smelled so bad Ooh. that we were just like, fuck it, I'm driving through this blizzard because I can't <laughs> sleep, and I'm just so unhappy at the moment. Wow, that's a really stinky blanket. It it is the next uh, Christmas, or maybe it was that Christmas. Uh, we we got them some some Bath and Body uh, products. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. How was yes, your week? Ah, uh, so far so good. You know, we, yeah. like I said, all the Christmas stuff has been delivered. Basically, everything's been wrapped for the most part so that's good uh we watched uh klaus 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 it's on netflix yeah, yeah. The, the, i think it was norwegian originally and then oh, they okay. like dubbed it for english for the united states very good very Com- much enjoyed computer it. animated right uh probably i mean most things are nowadays very very uh unique animation i should say animated then it's- Okay. Yes, it's anim- Yes, it is animated. It has a very stylized animation, uh, but I enjoyed it. It was very good. We watched that this morning. Uh, watched nice. some other older holiday-ish movies uh, over the past few days. Um, 
and my wife's been off and the older daughter today was her last day. So we're just kind of easing into some uh, time off with her last day until what? Uh, forever, just forever. Oh, okay. Just, no, of work for the break. Driving. She's... Oh, you're not driving her to the farm upstate. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. She, she'll have plenty of room to code, um, and you know, be with other coders <laughs> like her. She's gonna have plenty of white claw and uh, Starbucks. Sounds like an idyllic environment for a millennial. <laughs> Nothing problematic. So yeah, that's good. That's good. So what you uh, you you started by saying that you know everything's all done. You could have said Christmas cards have all been sent. Christmas rushes through. Is this the Carpenters version. Yeah, bro. Ugh. Not get, a fan of the Carpenters. Get out of my house. Are you kidding me? Not a fan. Wow. Never was a fan. All right. Well, if you want to be sad on Christmas, what do you listen to? Uh, Why would I want to be sad? My family. (laughs) Obviously. I would have said my inner monologue. (laughs) So apparently, my wife was telling me, the the Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas was originally written for the musical Holiday Inn. Yep. And it was far more depressing than it is currently. Yep. And, And Judy Garland was like, I'm not singing that. You need to fix it. No. Julie, Judy Garland uh, sang the depressing version. Did she? Yes. I, I heard yeah. that she she refused to. Well, my, my sources are wrong. Well, maybe it was even more depressing than how they how they presented it on the movie. But then like Frank, I heard Frank Sinatra got it and made it less and depressing. He, he spiced it up? Yeah. Well, apparently yeah. originally it had a line like, this could be your last. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, maybe so. I'm wrong. Maybe we're both wrong. We're start pro- calling well, me often wrong soon. Uh, soon, you know, uh, we could both be wrong. That's probably likely. Yeah, probably, <laughs> indeed. Well, if you think we're wrong, you can email us uh, and tell us the real the real story of the Judy Garland thing because I'm telling it secondhand uh, at thehourpod at gmail dot com, or like us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash thehourpod, or tweet us at thehourpod. So um, that's the it, it's ugh. the Judy Garland version of the song as it is is still mm-hmm. extra poignant this year because everyone quote unquote is staying home. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're part of the problem, Jeffrey. I'm, so yeah, I'm part of the problem. I'm going to see. I'm going to Texas next week. Um, oh, man. Day after Christmas, I'm going. The so, heart of the COVID. Yeah. So I will be. Social distancing and wearing masks the whole way and only seeing uh, my mom and her husband while I'm there. So that should be neat. Safe safe travels. Well, Uh, yeah. And if you have a resume for when Jeff dies of COVID and you'd like to apply for the HourPod, you can uh, send it to us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Yes, but Jason doesn't check it. So good luck. (laughs) All right. Yeah, you're right. You better better put it at facebook.com slash thehourpod. I I run that part. (laughs) Yeah, messages there. I don't check the email. Why would I check the email? Uh, why do I check the email? Nobody sends us anything. I don't know. We shouldn't check the email at all. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to blame you like you didn't change it. Like, oh, he never changed it. He never checked the email. I'm the only one who checks the email around here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was it's, very blamey. It's it just on my blamey. phone. <laughs> I see how it is. Gosh. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Well, we got some up. 
we got some updates. Oh, that's great. I'm so happy to hear it. And corrections. Uh, oh, no. And feedback. So <laughs> I, I've listened to a few of the uh, recent episodes, so we got some stuff here. So in a previous episode, I struggled to f- identify which one uh, because I didn't have a good phrase to search for. Uh, but we talked about uh, COVID responders having mysterious falls in Russia. So I think we've done this at least two, if not three times, we've had this yeah, story come we're, up. Yeah, we're like a, a first responding doctor who like, complained about conditions, like, fell. Well, a Russian scientist working on the COVID-19 vaccine plummeted to his death in St. Petersburg. Oh. Alexander Sasha Kagansky, 45, was in his underwear when he fell to his death from his 14th floor apartments. Uh, the scientist also suffered, suffered stab wounds, police said, but I'm sure that it was just a knife that he fell on that was so, on the street. Yeah, he just wanted to make sure he was dead. So he stabbed yeah. himself and then threw himself out a window. As as he was falling, he saw the knife and like aimed for it. Right, exactly. So he's like, I want to just make sure this is. Uh, it's, Russian like that, police say, it's like that Klingon in that one episode of uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine that fell on his knife. Um, but Cork like was telling people that he murdered him. You know? Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he had mm-hmm, to like, mm-hmm. then he had to adjust. He the had balance to marry sheets. his widow, right? Marry his widow and then fix their financial situation. It's a weird episode. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> that was definitely for the accounting crowd. <laughs> right. Uh, Russian police say that they are investigating his death as a possible homicide. Who, the Klingon? Yes, yes, okay. the Klingon. So Odo is investigating. Yeah. Got it. Quark! <laughs> uh, we do have a correction. Oh, oh okay. In, in episode 117, we have to stop Ryan Seacrest or two guys, a girl in a tile mosaic from Pompeii. Uh, we made a mistake uh, because we didn't have any music before the Trump or no Trump game show in the middle of the show. I should. It was, just um, like, it was like 30 seconds of silence. That's good. I So I probably um, gave the show over to the wrong dog for the uh, editing and the. Yeah, you, know, you got to use the one that's good with stuff. music. Yeah, that's Eva. Callie is just. I don't know. She just whines a lot. Uh, in the same episode, we also should probably apologize for Jeff's glibness about the death of the people of Pompeii. They've He's been dead, for, about their death. for centuries. Or do uh, we still yeah. have to be sad about it? It's too early for a Pompeii we joke? Well, you know, we don't want them blowing their lids. Uh, but we also should apologize for your grilled cheese joke. So. <laughs> okay it took me a second but i got it all right <laughs> uh also in episode 117 we have to stop ryan seacrest or two guys a girl and a tile mosaic from pompeii Uh-oh. uh jeff mentioned that people died in pompeii and they were found having sex like they did the little like uh plaster molds and it looked like they're having sex he said yes yes no that's not what it was there's Uh-oh. none there's none of that there uh, however there was one guy that they found who looked like he was masturbating okay i gotcha but scientists say that's probably not it because many Pompeii residents died from thermal shock uh, that rapidly cooked their bodies. And this causes instant muscle stiffening. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, cadaveric shock, which would explain the apparent grasping pose uh, that the sad victim had on his junk. Oh. I assume he was like a teenager. And you know how like, they always like cover their junk to like protect it. Teenagers. I do it. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, pyroclastic cloud. Cover your junk. <laughs> My important bits. <laughs> uh, 
Continuing our correction train, in episode 118, the Wonderpuss Photogenicus has braces. Uh, We struggled to remember the color change shirts from the 90s. Uh, They were called Hypercolor. Right. Manufactured by Genera Sportswear Company of Seattle. Uh, We also asked whether or not micro machines were still in existence, and the answer is sort of. Uh, so the company was sold to Hasbro, and then they kind of discontinued it. That's but a, mm-hmm. this year at the New York Fair, new micro machines were announced and are now available in stores as of August. So the most surprising part of that is that there's a New York Fair. Apparently, I, I think it's like a toy fair kind of okay. like. So I, I briefly for a period considered like opening my own business, a toy store kind of a thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's like a big toy fair in New York every year where, you know, vendors come and oh. you know, consume, okay. not consumers, but like business owners who have like toy stores can go and see all the latest gear and things yeah. like that. They should bring back the world's fair. What you think? <laughs> it could be fun. We got some interesting things. From yeah. The, I mean, the, the not now. Eiffel tower, the Eiffel yeah. tower. That's a world's fair thing. Right. Uh, those those things that were actually spaceships that uh, Will Smith destroyed in Men in Black. That's the World's Fair. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also in episode 117, the Wonderpuss Photogenicus has braces. Is we were unsure. Another correction? Uh, we've got a few we've here. We've been wrong a lot. Uh, we're unsure if it was Target that failed in Canada. We're like, wait, was that Target that failed? Yes, it was Target. Uh, the store locations were often out of the way. They weren't up to par with Target's looks. And the new store struggled with distribution issues. And so there was a lot of empty shelves and things oh. being out of stock. Uh, in addition, the prices were higher than in the U.S. And it all this like discouraged traffic, making it hard to get new customers and disappointing those who were already familiar with Target. Wow, it sounds so. like they were a little off Target. They they were, and they were sorry about it, I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, finally, in episode 118, oh, the Wonderpus Photogenicus has braces. We were confused about which uh, We debated it, and uh, we're going between Time Cop, Demolition Man, Judge Dredd. We landed on Judge Dredd, and that was wrong. Okay, hold on a second. It, um, because you, you, your voice cut out there for a second. You said, confused about which movie had the three, three seashells. Yes, the which three seashells. To, which is hard to say after even one direction. It is. So, yeah, okay, sorry. Three cells, seashells and we by thought it was... Judge Dredd. Right, right. It, it's Demolition Man. Really? Yes, the 1993 film Demolition Man starring Sylvester was and Sandra Bullock. We were correct in that Time Cop was Jean-Claude Van Damme's 1994 movie. Incidentally, this was his highest grossing movie of his career. Oh. So of Sylvester sad. Stallone's career? No, no, Jean-Claude Van Damme oh, for okay. Time Cop. Okay. Uh but Sylvester Stallone was also in 1995's Judge Dredd, but that didn't have the three seashells. Okay. They were all, like, cop-related, though. Right. And and two of them had Sylvester Stallone in it. In exactly. So it makes sense why we were confused. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Uh, uh, in listener feedback, as I was you know looking for stuff for uh, a different podcast, I came across our iTunes. Uh, we've got five reviews. Uh, one of us gave one person gave us one star, but I bet they were actually looking for the Moth Radio Hour. Oh no! Our Moth Radio Hour, and they're like, "Fuck is this? One star." Uh, so I thought I would share that since I, I found it. No, uh, no verbal feed, no like words. No, no comments. And I thought I heard some people say that they had written some actual comment feedbacks, but just uh, actually, I think it was ten people have reviewed the okay. show. Gotcha. And you just saw the latest. And it was like, whatever. yeah, it was like one, one, and then all the rest were fives okay. or fours or whatever the most stars you can give us. Yeah. So. That's neat. Uh, so Love let's it. get on to the great content that will will clearly disappoint one person if they're still listening. 
Let's do that. So it seems like everything today is made out of cheap plastic. And That's guess what? I was what? what? Possibly also your placenta. Hooray! Microplastic particles have been revealed in the placentas of unborn babies for the first time, likely after being consumed or breathed in by the mothers, which the researchers said was a matter of great concern. Even after being breathed in? I, I thought guess these mothers were supposed to be wearing masks. Ah, they're huffing microbeads. So uh, someone someone on Reddit, uh, there was a big thing about like the biggest the big, biggest plastic producer on the planet, and they okay. they they couldn't reveal like what the industry was because the industry would be like you know brought to its knees or whatever if they revealed, blah blah blah. So everyone was like, oh, I think it's glitter, and everyone's like, oh, I think it's like straws or whatever. But I think it's uh, it's polyester because polyester is plastic, and I think mm. those wear down and it gets into our it gets into our washers and into the air, and you know we're walking along carpet uh, polyester carpeting and stuff. That's so, true. That's yeah. true. It's everywhere. It's carpet. There's a lot of it. Well, it's also placenta. Good. Uh, the health impact of microplastics is unknown, and scientists say that it could carry chemicals that could cause long-term damage or upset the fetus's developing immune system. A lot of coulds in that sentence, but, yeah. but I understand. It could, but, you know, it also might not. <laughs> but it could. The par- uh, Yeah, the particles were found in the placentas of four healthy women who had normal pregnancies and births and detected on both the fetal and maternal sides of the placenta. I didn't realize there were two sides of I guess there's two sides to every placenta. There is, there is. Uh, well, when you come into the placenta, there's an usher that asks, and then they put you in the right side. Okay. You know. I thought if you were coming into the placenta, there was something wrong with the cervix. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's probably true as well. Like, Usually there's a foyer to collect anyone, so they don't right. just come in straight to the placenta. Right. I've heard uh, uh, that you should not have sex while giving birth. I've heard that. That probably is not helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. Plastic particles were found. Only about 4% of each placenta was analyzed, however, suggesting that the total number of microplastics was much higher. Why didn't they analyze the whole placenta? Well, I mean... You're going to do something. Do it right. (laughs) Great goddamn... Are the particles analyzed that have been dyed blue, red, orange, or pink and may have originally come from packaging, paints, or cosmetics, and personal care products? Uh, the microplastics were mostly 10 microns in size, uh, meaning that they are small enough to be carried in the bloodstream. So previously they talked about like, you know, f- fish, like in the flesh of fish, uh, there's plastic. Right. From, from you know, fish doing fish things. Right. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It seems like plastic is... Maybe not so innocuous anymore, but it seems like that's not going to be a problem, right? Hopefully, as long as there's not too much. Uh, well, can't really control it, can you? That's true. Well, for my non-doctor brain, I think it's fine. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Because what are we going to do otherwise? Yeah. It's, it's like, well, here's the problem. It is like having a cyborg baby. No longer composed only of human cells, but a mixture of biological and inorganical. Ent- <laughs> I said inorganical. 
<laughs> inorganical entities, said Antonio Ragusa, who led the study and is director of obstetrics and gynecology at the San Giovanni Calibata Fatibiniferatelli Hospital in Rome. I used the wrong accent. Yeah, it's my fault. I used the wrong accent in the beginning. I was like, what What? what country is this from? Ah, it's England. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. The duck is even more succulent than I had hoped. Is it like having a Sagaboga baby? A <laughs> Sagaboga. Well, as long as they're on a Vespa. And not but, a, a Borg cube? Well, I was just saying that it's, you know, probably more dangerous to be driven to the hospital with your plastic placenta than your plastic placenta. Because they're driving in and out of traffic in the little Vespa. I think we're going to start um, harvesting the plastics out of placentas. Once we can't make plastic anymore, we're we'll harvesting the plastics out of placentas and fish. And making like new body what parts. What are we gonna with do? Them. With you know? oh, new body parts? Yeah. Uh, the Sayaborga baby. Right. Like, what if I need a new urethra and can't find a straw? You know what I'm saying? Or like the straw that I find is like one of the big ones that come with those like bubble tea things. Mm, and not yeah, one of the I tiny mean, ones that come with coffee. Well, I think you'd want one of the more tiny ones that come with coffee. Right, exactly. That's you what know, I'm saying. You need to make a smaller one. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. A smaller one. You just have to but hope you, you should don't... definitely Pee you definitely should. Well, you should name it Franklin. Why is that? Because then you'd have Euretha Franklin. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Michigan, I should go to. <laughs> I should go to jail for that joke. <laughs> go on. Like all the naughty kids. Oh yeah, segue. In Michigan, judges have sent children to locked detention centers for refusing to take medication, failing to attend online class testing positive for using marijuana, or even repeatedly disobeying their parents. My kid has done okay. all of those things. How can I get in on this? I have 1,779 missing assignments. Well, I suggest you get to work completing those assignments. <laughs> Other states are moving forward reforms to keep nonviolent juvenile offenders in the community, but Michigan still locks up children for minor things that aren't actually crimes. I which need, is better than the federal government, which locks up children for minor things that aren't crimes, such as being not American. Oh, or being alive. But even when they're dead, they lock them up just, you know, in a shallow grave. Ugh. A, oh, God, dark. Got dark this Christmas. Merry Christmas! <laughs> a dramatic oh, example. Oh, no. No. Dramatic example is 15-year-old Grace, who was, who was sent to detention for violating her probation on earlier charges of theft and assault by failing to do her online schoolwork. They said detention, like, like different, jail? Different kind of, yes, yes, jail. She was incarcerated for breaking a single rule of her probation during a pandemic, even though her school district said they wouldn't penalize students and the governor had ordered that residents till placements be restricted to children uh, who pose safety risks. Wow. They still threw her in jail for this. I like, still you didn't do your homework. I Go still am jail. not satisfied with, with the details on this. Michigan ranked fourth, trailing California, Texas, and Florida, and the number of minors held for technical violations, and Michigan's rate was more than twice the national rate. Mm-hmm. Michigan is completely out of line with the rest of the country, said Joshua Rovner, a senior advocacy associate at the Sentencing Project, a nonprofit focused on criminal justice reform around the country. 
Did I miss something? Like, are they tried and convicted? Do they go to jail for how long? Well, you know, for whatever. In So in Grace's uh, situation, the highly negative feedback that was coming from around the country because it became a national news story mm. uh, resulted in them sending her home very quickly. Okay. but However, many other kids just end up in detention for, you know, however long they decide. So detention centers, meaning... Um, juvie juvie right okay yeah, yeah, so yeah. back if you think about child jail taking which away lots of people think is school right yeah if you think about taking away people's freedoms like they're sending kids to school against their will generally right but then sometimes they send them to detention in school which is all like you're not allowed to leave you have to sit there and do work you can't leave the room like you have to ask to go to the bathroom and stuff i don't know i don't know a little too uh what do you call it existential for me right now <laughs> and this is our light-hearted holiday get into those kind of things right yeah definitely so i i gotta i gotta make a little thing here so my my dog one of my dogs callie mm-hmm. is she in the detention center she needs to be sometimes i forget i can Has say she... i can say their names on the podcast uh, well it's good practice you don't want to say your child's name right that way, when they're in a detention center, they don't know about their, you know, shitty <laughs> dad's podcast or shitty, the shitty podcast. Because that implied that their dad was shitty and I meant the podcast. Yeah, I'm real offended now. Thanks a lot. Let's just erase this whole part. That's just, not. So anyway, I'm going back. Me. I'm going back. So Callie is whining right now and she's been whining like this for like a while and I don't know what she wants. What does she want? Uh, she's got food. She's got water. I just gave her treats. Like she's been on she, walks. They've been out. She, she wants a nice one thick inch reverse seared steak. <laughs> one thick inch. <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> <laughs> You're used to saying it that way, aren't you? I've got one thick inch ready for you. <laughs> it's very girthy. <laughs> oh man, so this is crazy. I don't I don't know why they can send people send kids to detention centers for this. Uh, especially since Michigan is so much like higher than the national average. Right. Like it's gotta be like a specific judge that's doing this or a specific judges that are doing this. Right. Yeah. Well, and the fact that Michigan is the fourth only behind California, Texas and Florida, which are the three largest country. Yeah. Like we, we shouldn't be that close to them given that our population is not nearly their size. Hmm. Right. Like we should, we're it's population wise. We're, I think like 17, 18th, something like that. Um, so us being fourth, it shows there's something out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody should do something about this. Uh, but for us, let's move on. <laughs> this is an outrage. Let's an outrage. move on with our, our thing. Okay. Oh, fuck. Christmas rushes through, but I still have one wish to make, a special one for you. Merry Christmas, darling. Thank you. You're welcome. So it's, you know, it's a holiday. Lots of traditions going on, right? It's the holiday season. That is one I hate. Yeah, that's a horrible Beep, bop, zoop. Flippity flop. 
I would don't listen forget to the to suck on my cock. <laughs> I would listen to the Carpenters version of their song probably three or four times in a row before I'd listen to that other song. Really? Yes. Okay. That's see that I hate that too. Good. I'm glad we can agree on the things that we hate. It's very important for it, friends it, to it, agree on the things that they hate, I think. And true. Hateness brings people together. It, it really does. It really does. Anyway, look, look, back to the uh, holidays. But yes, it's the holidays. <laughs> There's traditions, right? Traditions. Do you have any holiday traditions? None. Do uh, you get a fiddler on the roof? What is that? Tradition. Have you not seen Fiddler on the Roof? No. They have a whole section. No, I've never seen it. Good grief. I know. It's a real shame. Uh, well, I put up a Christmas tree every Christmas. You put up a Christmas tree. That's tradition, right? Uh, uh, so yeah. that's, you know, we, we talk about uh, people like, oh, it's a German tradition, right? Oh, right, so, right. the Germans. Uh, well, in fact, it is indeed a German tradition. Uh, it goes back to the German Middle Ages. Oh, the Christmas tree is. Yes. Oh, uh, and because of was... the Otanenbaum, of course. Indeed, indeed. And so we had a lot of German settlers in the 1800s, uh, and they brought the Christmas tree tradition here. And a guy named Mark Carr from New York is credited with opening the first U.S. Christmas tree lot in 1851. No way. Those trees must have been huge. <laughs> I bet they weren't very well trimmed either. Ah, uh, have you ever seen have you ever seen pictures of Christmas trees from like the 1940s and 50s? Uh, so a lot of times they had like that that the the icicles like the little the tinsel. Yeah, like the long strands of plastic basically, right? Right. But the shape of the trees, the trees have gotten a lot thinner. <laughs> the shape they're they giant at they the bottom. Out. They're huge and they're just like they're more like shrub shaped than Christmas tree yeah. shaped. Well, the trees are doing squats now. They are indeed. So they got they got to get that you know, junk in the trunk thing going on. <laughs> Bows like what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Did you know that seventy seven percent of Americans have a Christmas tree? I did. According to weird. the American, the American Christmas Tree Association. Weird, wild stuff. I did not know that. Any other traditions? Do you do anything um, else? So this year I wanted to start like a um, a popcorn one. You know, where, where you put popcorn on a string or whatever? Oh, yeah. Um, but you have dogs. Do you well, think the dogs would eat it? No, I don't think they'd bother it. Um, my dogs don't bother the tree that much. They just they don't bother anything around the house except for underwear. Um, mm. And then they whine during my podcast. Well, you know, make as noise. dogs do. Yeah, indeed. Uh, well, so we got some common Christmas traditions and some talk about where they got their start that we thought we'd do since it's our Christmas episode. Instead oh, of, Helping people. I thought we were already doing we, this. <laughs> we we were already doing it, but uh, it was like a it was like a teaser trailer. Oh, a teaser! We the, oh, you're so. We did the tease. Christmas tree one. I know. Mm. Uh, so yes, Christmas trees was uh, was tradition number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, tradition number two, the Rockettes. Have you ever seen the Rockettes? I I've heard of the Rockettes. I've never seen them in person. I've never seen them either. And like every year, they come through like the Fox Theater in Detroit, and I've never been interested. Me either. I this it's is like, not something I ever want to do. It's like ladies who kick. Congratulations. Right. I mean, I get it. They're talented and, and it's a show, but it just it just seems overhyped. Yeah, it's like it's super over. Like their makeup is very. Eh. It's like, I don't know. I don't really Something care about, about their it. makeup. I just don't think it would be good. <laughs> no, I'm just saying the whole picture. It's just like. Eh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the they Radio City. Sorry, Rockets, they don't have to be like the same height or something, right? They do. Like it's 
It's very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Uh, so they started in 1925 as the Missouri Rockets. Okay. Rock, uh, rockets, not Rockets. The right? Rockets. You're okay. right. Rockets. Rockets. Yeah. Uh, the Rocket Ships. Uh, but officially became the New York City Music Hall. Oh, sorry, the Radio City Music Hall in New York. Uh, rockets in 1934. Uh-huh, it's been uh, around a while. Yeah. So, the, the I mean, we're coming up on, uh, was that 86 years now? Mm-hmm. I thought, years. I would think they wouldn't be able to kick that high after that long. Well, <laughs> Maybe break as, long as, they, or something. as long as they have their, their walkers. <laughs> as long as the walkers are all the same size, that's all that matters. It, it is. You got to like get Margaret the exact might have, Margaret might have shrunk an extra inch over, like, you know, Judy, but they're they're all pretty good. Mm-hmm. So do you watch any, like, Christmas specials? Yes, but it's very hard to find them on streaming it, things. It is. Uh, I think Apple TV has all the Charlie Brown stuff. That's great. I don't have an Apple TV anymore. Ah. Uh, or I don't yeah. have, well, yeah, I don't have Apple that. TV Plus. Yeah, you got right. that. I don't Apple have that. Apple TV Plus. Uh, so, yeah, there's the there's the Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. Which is, you know, one of the very popular one. Apparently, almost half of all U.S. TV sets were tuned to the broadcast when it first aired in 1965. Nice. We're, we're still watching it. My daughter loves Charlie Brown. I don't know where it came from or why. Like, we're not, like, I like Charlie Brown, too. But we're not like super Charlie Brown fans or anything. I was a huge Charlie Brown fan when I was. I used to draw in fourth grade. I learned how to draw Snoopy, and I can still draw Snoopy to this day. Did you see that? Uh, so they they did the Charlie Brown movie back about I don't know five six years ago. Mm-mm. As it's like CGI Charlie Brown, so oh. it wasn't like the stuff. Uh, and it got generally kind of panned. Like right. They're just like, Meh. it's really good actually. I really liked it. Really. Uh, my daughter, we. It was on sale on uh, iTunes for like three ninety nine or something because that's how much people don't like it that you can get it for three ninety nine. <laughs> right. And I was like, not I'll to rent, but, but to purchase. No, to buy, yes, yeah. to purchase. Uh, and she wanted to see it, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll buy it. Whatever, it's three ninety nine. It's less than if we went and saw it in the movie theater. Uh, and I think it's actually really good. Oh. So, uh, you ever watch the? Uh, so, there's all the claymation ones too. There's, I know, I've never seen any of the claymation ones. You've never seen any of the claymation, like Rudolph the Red Nose. You've never seen Rudolph? Yeah, of course, I've seen Rudolph and the what, well, is, what is the other one? The Frosty Santa and Snowman Claus is coming one. to town. Yeah, uh, yeah. Frosty and Snowman isn't a claymation. That's just an animated. It's, the claymations are like uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Where's the Land of Misfit there's Toys? A, Where's that one? That that's Rudolph. That's Rudolph. There's, okay, that's right. There's another one though. There's there's Santa Claus is coming to town. That's the one with the Burger Meister Meister Burger, yes. Oh, I don't remember that. He's he was the it's like no toys. I do not like toys in my city. Uh, no, no, never heard of it. Okay, uh, and then there's the one with the Heat Miser and the the Cold Miser. Hi, Mister Heat Miser. No idea. No, none. Wow. So there's this re- there's this weird one called I think it's called like the Life and Times Clause, and you've got like all these like. I don't know. It seems like pagan kind of characters, like wizardy kind of mm-hmm. witches, spirits, uh, all coming together to decide whether or not to give Santa immortality. Okay. And like they're getting together in like the forest to, and it's one of the claymation ones. It's they don't show it often. Don't see it on the TV very often. I got it on a VHS tape somewhere around here. Yeah, because it sounds fucking weird. It is fucking weird, <laughs> but you know, it's the '60s. Weird stuff. The 60s, uh, what man. about the? What about the Christmas pickle? Are you familiar with the Christmas pickle? I have heard of the Christmas pickle, but I've never done it myself. 
so we have a Christmas pickle, but we don't do the Christmas pickle. Like it's on the tree. Uh, I guess it's like if you find the Christmas pickle, then you get a, to open a gift or something. If I don't you find know exactly it on the tree, works. yeah, that sounds. Like, easy. You're supposed to hide it on the tree, and you have to like find the Christmas pickle first before anyone else finds the Christmas pickle. I have a better. idea. I don't know. I feel like that was invented by a priest, right? <laughs> find the Christmas pickle. <laughs> Oh, you found mine. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so I think uh, the, a better tradition would be, okay, so let's say you make like a um, like a ham or something, you know, mm-hmm. and put an entire pickle in the ham, and whoever finds that gets ooh, a special ooh. treat at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we watched The Amazing Race, which is a reality show, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were in, they just finished up their, their season. Yep. And they were in New Orleans, and they were doing like Mardi Gras theme kind of things. And they have these things called, uh, I think they called them king cakes. And they hide a little tiny baby Jesus in the cake. Okay. And you have to find, you have to find the little baby. Yeah. I don't remember why, but you have to find it. In, in this one, they had to find it to move on to their next challenge. But uh, that's a thing. That's a thing. Okay. So, uh, yeah. What if you accidentally swallow baby Jesus? Uh, I feel like you'd. Feel the the crunching bones under your teeth. You probably would. That's that's uh, Mary probably shouldn't have swallowed baby Jesus anyway. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So the pickle apparently may have come from Woolworths. Oh, you remember Woolworths? Yeah. Uh, apparently, it was a marketing gimmick from the late 1800s when retailers uh, received imported German ornaments shaped like pickles, uh, and they needed a sales pitch. Stop. Uh, <laughs> was it was it Rudolph that also was a sales pitch? I don't know. I think Rudolph was also a a department store thing. That sounds about right. And they like did this whole song about Rudolph and. You know, made it a whole thing. Do you like to the help sales of department stores? Do you like the Rudolph song where the guys in the background are just going Rudolph, <laughs> Rudolph? <laughs> I like that. There's so many different versions, and it's all the same song, and and the, and yet, like, you've got radio stations who play Christmas music 24 seven from like November first. Yeah, there's only so many songs. Right. What are you doing? Well, they're playing a lot of the same songs, like 10 versions of the same 10 songs, essentially. Indeed. indeed. Yeah. What about the, do you do the Elf on the Shelf? We don't. I don't do the Elf on the Shelf. I fucking hate the Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, I've got several opinions. It's like Big Brother training manual here, Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, I, right. I, I just, I don't know. I don't like the, well, I don't even like the concept of Santa Claus. Like, and, he's always and, watching you to make sure you're good right like it just sounds like shitty parenting like it, you know if your kid's bad don't like don't it, it's it's like do parents it's, actually it's god for children who don't understand god yet but they can understand santa right do parents actually use that like oh you've been bad no santa didn't bring you anything because you're a shit they don't actually do it they only threaten it which makes it even worse i think who knows? Well, I think the elf on a shelf. I've had coworkers who do the elf on a shelf, and like, it's just too much. Yeah, I've got friends stop, that do elf on the shelf. Stop yourself. And I there, there's so I hate many. Everything. So here's the thing. So I know that the other ones, like the Christmas pickle and Rudolph, those were also like marketing ploys. But this is just a product that someone wanted to sell us, and somehow it took off, and yeah. now everyone's everyone quote unquote everyone's got one. 
Um, I did see one at a Starbucks, though, um, that was sitting up high on one of the cabinets. It was wearing a mask, so I thought that was very responsible. Oh, yes. That yeah. was good. You know, teaching, teaching mask safety. Right. Uh, what about children. Yule Logs? You're the Yule Logs? I've heard of Yule, Yule Logs. Log. I've never... Do you watch the... Do you turn tune into the Yule Log channel? I think that's the stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> I don't turn tune on into the TV the... and it's just like a... You log channel, but I, I do have like I always put on like when we're opening. That's okay. There's a good there. There, there we go. There we go. Christmas you got a good tradition. tradition. I got a good one. I put uh the fireplace YouTube channel or YouTube uh um video on the TV and play Christmas music while I open Christmas presents with the kid. That's what I do. And I've always done that since she was born, and I didn't realize I had done that. But yes, I do. Uh, so yeah, anyway. and. And and I think uh, the best tradition is drinking a bottle of wine after all your family has left. <laughs> so my family has always been very broken, broken families, and I'm carrying on that tradition as well. And <laughs> but at least you have a Yule log. <laughs> no, but so we I never had like a big family gathering for Christmas. I would always have like a small. Like Christmas morning was like a small thing with just like me and my sister, mom and stepdad. And uh-huh. then maybe a couple of people would come over for dinner to our house, but we never hard, hardly ever went anywhere. And then when I went to my dad's house in Ohio, that's when like a lot of my dad's family would gather. But it was never on Christmas. It was always on like December 28th or whatever the Saturday was, you know. Would, would so, you yeah. wear the uh, the ugly Christmas sweaters? No, we didn't do that. I, I, well, it's we, a recent thing too, right? We did, but that's just how my family dresses. <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> it's true I, I also i don't watch uh it's a wonderful life either if you're looking at that one you know back in the uh back when it came out they they said it was uh communism really yeah oh look he's so mean about the bankers oh yeah he can't be mean to the bankers that's communism uh, uh, it's christmas you got to think about those bankers yeah as they give you a fruitcake and right. pass out. Do you take uh, your child to Mall Santa? No, we've only ever done the... So we've gone to Santa at the Henry Ford Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's fewer people there. Uh, you don't have to pay for it. Uh, you can take your own pictures. The Santa's very good. Yeah. Uh, so we've done that. We're obviously not doing it this year. And you said this was where? At the aquarium? No, the Henry Ford Museum. Oh, why did I think aquarium? I don't know. There's not an aquarium really. There's like the Belle Isle Aquarium, right? Yeah, which I've always wanted to go to and never have. Didn't it close? Did it reopen? I think they, I re- they remodeled it, yeah, or something. They re- It did close and they remodeled it and opened it. Uh, so we did, uh, last the last couple of years, um, we took my daughter to like a local coffee shop that had a Santa there with some pictures being taken, and it was like $10 mm-hmm. or something, which I can I can deal with $10. I cannot deal with standing in line, a bunch of snotty-ass kids at a mall yeah. for like oh, 30 It's like $30, too. It's like oh, expensive now. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Fuck Santa. You know what I noticed we haven't I haven't seen this year? What's that? Those uh, Salvation Army bell ringers. I noticed that too. I think they just a, just occurred to me. Yeah, I think the bells were giving people COVID, and they had to stop. Well, you got to wear your your mask over your bell ball. Okay, that's okay. That's that makes sense. Was that Christmas? That's Christmas. Excellent. Okay, that was taking too long. So. Uh, 
have I ever talked about how cold it is over here at my desk? Uh, you have not. Okay, so I'm sitting over here. Uh, so I'm moving. I'm officially moving now uh, in February. I'm oh, very, very happy. All, all, all signed up and ready I'm to go? Signed up and ready to go. I'm very, signed, very happy about it. Signed, delivered? Yeah, yeah, good. So I'm sitting over here in my... Uh... Was that a urethra Franklin? <laughs> yes. Okay. I was trying to think of a, a signed, sealed, and flushed or something, or I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sitting over here, and the you know the patio's out there, and the the HVAC system is right outside, and they have the vent that brings air to the you know the air return, whatever. But sure. anyway, since it's outside, it's not insulated out there, and so cold air pours in right where the vent is, and it's right by my feet, by my desk. And so when I'm working from home and I'm sitting here, I am freezing. Even though it's like 68 in my apartment. So it's ironic when I'm reading things in the F, maybe not ironic, but I'm reading things in the FDR voice. I also have a blanket over my legs, just like him. <laughs> you, got, you got one of those FDR polio bl- blankets over here. Yeah, my your polio legs. blanket, exactly. Oh, and my hidden wheelchair. Do you have to fight someone on Black Friday to get that for you? What, the blanket or the polio chair? Yeah. Both. Yes. Yes, I did. I fought him off. The polio chair with with Bluetooth. Fought him off with my cane and uh, several government programs that brought us out of the depression. Incidentally, his his teeth were blue because they had very bad uh, oral hygiene back then. What? (laughs) I made a Bluetooth joke. Oh, I was thinking, Uh. wait, maybe he did actually have blue teeth because you're the historian. (laughs) My... My attention span is wandering a lot tonight, and I'm not sure why. I think I need more, oh boy. more alcohol. <laughs> Here we go. Let's try that. Mm. Uh, scientists have captured video of an octopus randomly punching a fish. Hooray! <laughs> what was the latest celebrity to punch a cameraman? I, Mel Gibson, I don't know. Right? There's some, somebody, celebrities are always punching camera people, and this sounds like them. This fish punching... Which scientists scientists term active displacement of fish? <laughs> yeah, celebrities use that in in court. It was just right. active displacement, actively was... displacing uh, his the face. paparazzi. Right, yeah. uh, occurred in the midst of collaborative hunting efforts when octopuses and fish team up to trap prey. So they're trying to help each other, and they turn on themselves. See, this happens in my hockey team, where one guy is not skating hard enough, and you get mad at him, and everyone starts you punch yelling. Him? You know, you don't punch him, but you want to. Well, octopus and fish are known to hunt together, taking advantage of the other's morphology and hunting strategy, explains marine biologist Eduardo Sampiono from the University of Lisbon, Portugal. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. But that wasn't a Portuguese accent. It's fine. It's close enough. Much like people who elbow out fellow diners at a buffet. (laughs) What? Who wrote this? (laughs) The author. The author's going to OCB and fucking elbow in front of people. Oh, absolutely. It's my turn at the prime rib, goddammit. They remember their days at the Ponderosa. Oh, boy. I did say OCB, didn't I? For for our younger listeners, that stands for Old Country Buffet, and it was was much like a... uh, Whatever. Didn't they change their name to Country Kitchen Buffet? I don't know. I haven't seen well, one in all a long I time. know about now is uh, the Golden Corral. Right, the Golden Why Corral. Buffets. 
Uh, which my dad uh, calls the Golden Corral the slopping trough. I think it's good. <laughs> That's about. It. So I remember going to the Ponderosa as a child, and they had like the, I don't know what you would call it, the salad bar buffet thing. Yeah, but it was more than salad. just that. Like, like we would get the chips, at, like they have like tortilla chips and and cheese, like nacho cheese kind of stuff. Ponderosa did. They sure did. Wow, it was fantastic. That's what I got every time I went. Nice. Uh, I do remember the uh, the big boy breakfast buffet. Oh, so I've done a few buffets in like Disney World. Okay. I feel it's a bit different. It seemed like even though I, I used to love a good all-you-can-eat buffet, not because I, because I, okay, so first of all, I always thought it was disgusting <laughs> to have food just sitting out, first of all, but second of all, people like sneezing on it and kids are gross or whatever. <laughs> so that's one thing. But I loved the fact that you can eat all you can eat, that that outdid um, the whole grossness of everything else. But, but the it seems thing like is, brec- you really can't eat all that much. Breakfast buffet, I think Maybe that's you. good. See, I think the breakfast buffet is the one where the food's, food holds up the least. Really? The eggs. You get that bacon, just floppy bacon, just swimming in the grease right there. Yeah, the, the floppy bacon is a, is a problem. The biscuits were never quite warm. They were always just a little cool. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. That's the fair. gravy was good, though. Eh, I've never been a biscuit and gravy fan. Well, there you go. What can I say? You said it. But anyway. (laughs) Multiple observations involving different octopuses in different locations suggest that punching serves as a concrete purpose in interspecies interactions, a research team wrote. Oh. Researchers hypothesize that punching is designed to keep fish in line during hunts by deterring them from prey, relocating their position, and removing them from the hunt. But like, Psh, get a haircut, hippie. You're out. <laughs> Cut. Uh, but uh, fish punching doesn't always seem to occur for immediate practical reasons. On two occasions, researchers are punching seemingly unrelated to prey securing attempts. The next fish I see, dude, I didn't even know it was a possibility. The next fish I see, I'm punching it. Like, I fucking hate Nemo. God damn it, he's over here again. Get in your friggin' anemone! Actually, I didn't realize this. Gordon Ramsay uh, is probably part octopus. Have you, did you see that clip of him? <laughs> Somebody tries Punching to serve him up. salmon on one of the reality shows that he hosts. They tried to serve him salmon. He sticks his finger in it. He goes, it's raw! And he punches it. Fucking obliterates it with his fist, this salmon. It's insane. So, so he's an octopus. All right, all right. <laughs> right. While we can't know... Yet, can't yet know for sure why octopuses, and by the way, octopi, right? Uh, this is, I'm going off what the article wrote. I know, but I'm saying octopi. They said octopuses. All right. Octopuses are randomly punching fish. Uh, you it, know, that's that's James Bond. Oh, yeah, yeah. At least one of the theoretical explanations given and suggests octopuses may have a serious attitude. <laughs> I sense a 90s superhero uh, cartoon coming. Octopussies. Uh, Arthropods with attitude. What are they called? Not arthropods. Cephalopods. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. We'll collect it later. Cephalopods. Don't they want sugar water? Cephalopods? And and cephalopods. It's a Men in Black reference. Bro, I am not with it tonight. The findings were reported in Ecology, which Good. is a uh, magazine. 
That's wonderful. That is wonderful. I'm so happy That's, to hear it. That story is extinct. <laughs> Wrap it up. Put it under the tree. Yeah. Christmas is over. Speaking of. Yes. Published in December's issue of L'Anthropologie, uh, suggests that extinct human species found in Spain may have had the ability to hibernate. By the mm. way, it is so cool that in Europe there are extinct human species. I think that is that's sad, right? But cool that the, the history of human beings is so long and storied there. I just love that there were other types of human beings that just didn't make it. Exactly, they didn't make it because yes. some other species of humans probably killed them, as we are, probably, we are prone yeah. to do. <laughs> Study authors Antonis Bartsikos and Juan Luis Arugula. Sorry, <laughs> that was on purpose. I wasn't like mispronouncing accidentally. Uh, Arsuaga. Arswaga? Arswaga, anyway. yeah, I think so. Arswaga. You got it. Uh, found it. signs that the species may have hibernated in dark enclosures through the winter. That's what I call my apartment. A, uh, my apartment is a dark enclosure. They also note that hibernation was not necessarily successful or healthy. As hominins, well, I mean, hominins, neither is hominins. <laughs> hominids were unlikely to be able to build up the necessary... No, no, no. Hominins. Hominins? There's no D. There's no D. Hominins. Hominins. What, what is a hominid? Eh, it's a hominins with a D. It's a, I, think, I think a hominid is homonym for homonyms. Hmm. Hominins were unlikely to be able to build up the necessary fat reserves that other species such as bears can. I take that as a challenge. <laughs> well, in addition, these psychological, uh, no, sorry, physiological limitations to hibernation could have led to bone and kidney disease, and researchers acknowledge that their research is preliminary but uh this is looking like some hibernating humans while many but if they slept they could have slept themselves to death that's true while many questions about their life histories and metabolism are still open there is no doubt that through the immense consequences that hibernation has had for hominin human physiology and life history they write well there you have it so i guess i need to wake up Literally, I literally slept for like 14 hours today. <laughs> That's like hibernating. It is you get exactly. some vitamin D. It, oh, yeah. So that actually is a thing with uh, with COVID. With fi- they, like 80% of people that are in the hospital with COVID have uh, vitamin D deficiencies. But that They're could just be all that. all Could just be that all people have 80% deficiencies or whatever. You know They're what all saying? just staying home playing video games. That's right. Yeah. Maybe, well, yeah, so maybe it's a. Uh, yeah, a cause of the of the pandemic, not a reason for whatever. I don't know. Causation versus uh, correlation, so to speak. That's because the PS5 came out. I'm kidding. They only made five. They literally, okay, the Xbox One X as well. I saw it uh, on Twitter. Uh, Sony posted a thing that's like, what are you going to play on your new PlayStation 5? And someone responded, was like, nothing, because you only made seven. <laughs> I saw one. <laughs> I was like, that said the uh it said the the PlayStation 5 is like 399 and then the the uh stimulus checks are going to be 600 and then it's the guy next to the tree rubbing his hands together <laughs> the PlayStation <laughs> mm. I saw they had a nice gif of uh it was like a mail sorting facility and there was a box and it said $600 stimulus and then all these boxes next to it that say like rent 
uh, health care, like, you know, all the bills that you might have. Yeah. And they're going up this conveyor belt and the 600 stimulus is like rotating, like it's falling down the hill, but the oh. conveyor belt's moving. So it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that gif without the things at it. That's very funny. Uh, it's a I good one. It's a good one. absolutely love $600 stimulus check um, memes. I'm, they're so funny they've been very funny I, I think the better is the reality of trump coming out and saying i'm gonna veto it because two thousand dollars and then every democrat's like okay yeah, right do it okay we'll we'll do that for you that's so, fine if it took me four years to finally agree with something this fucker says like let's do that if you're gonna veto yeah. it veto it and let's let's push something through yeah. right yeah or at least at least let's make you know mitch mcconnell have to deal with the fact that Trump fucked him over, and maybe we can win the Senate oh, because indeed. of Georgia. So, indeed. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that I be just, a, a Christmas miracle? I'll sit with my bucket of KFC gravy. Mm. I thought you didn't like gravy. With straw. Uh, the KFC gravy is pretty good. Oh, you don't like biscuits and gravy. It's not gravy like you don't like. Yeah, no, gravy's fine if it's the right type of gravy right. in the right situation. I just have never cared for biscuits and gravy. Right. Uh, so here's here's I'm gonna blow your mind right now. KFC biscuit, dip that motherfucker in, in some KFC gravy. Oh, oh, mm. you're not blowing my mind. Oh. I've been doing that since the '80s. So good. So you do like biscuits and gravy, just not just not sausage breakfast gravy. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay. No, KFC gravy, like. That's that's like one of the only things I like from K- the biscuits, the gravy, and the potato wedges are also good from KFC. I think they've done away with those. They have different fries now. Really? I think well, so. It's been a while since I've been to a KFC for you know obvious reasons. Obvious reasons, yeah, because of Malu's, right? Oh, my, we had Malu's last week. I had it just today. So good. Oh, not a uh, sponsor. I got but the. Uh, I wish. I got the jerk. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Mm. It was so spicy. Yeah. I got the banh mi. Oh, so I've been thinking about that, but it just seems like there's too much on it. There's not. How they was don't, it? They don't put a ton on it. It's it. The chicken really, really is the star of the show in the banh okay, mi. Okay, okay. And it's got these little jalapeno slices that you can take off if you want. But if you want some extra heat, there it is, right there. It's very good. Nice. Is it fresh or is it like canned jalapenos? Because I don't like that. fresh jalapenos. Okay, okay. I can I can deal with that then. Like, well, I think it's, fresh as in like I think it's mixed with that like um. Well, I forget what they call it the the slaw they put on it, which is not really. Oh slaw. yeah, 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 yeah. So, the, so the banh mi is the last one I haven't. That's the only sandwich I have not tried from them yet. So you've done the smash burger ones. I have. Well, no, those are new. I meant like the, the you know, they've got the OG and they've got the hot chick and they've got the basic chick. And right. Yeah. I've tried all of those ones. Oh, have you had the onion onion petals? We ordered some of the onion petals. Uh, it was good but they got kind of like soggy because of the takeout kind of situation but they were still good Mm. they're still good better than kfc kfc needs to get a gimmick to get people to come they should they should should sell ps5s oh you know what i've got an idea let's Uh talk about this story that they already did oh okay in june just after the ps5 reveal kfc released a ridiculous trailer for the kf console but everyone would just figure it out. I were... assume it's the KFC on soul. Okay. All right. <laughs> they, they can't call it Kentucky Fried legally because it's not actually a console. <laughs> well, it's a console, but they take the uh, the beak and the uh, claws off of it. <laughs> right. Do you remember uh, back in the day when they changed the name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC? There was like a rumor going around. 
I don't know if you if you heard this. It was going on in school. They couldn't they couldn't legally call it chicken anymore because they. <laughs> this is so dumb. They like had headless chickens that were just growing in like this laboratory. Um, <laughs> with, like, I had their. I'm making a, a like a, a little Jesusy chicken pose right now with like uh-huh. with, with, and like it's got like tubes and stuff coming out of it. So they couldn't legally <laughs> call it chicken anymore. So that's why they had to change their name. So I heard that it was uh they they had removed the beaks and genetically altered them to have like giant chicken titties so that they couldn't actually stand up and walk so they weren't actual chickens anymore. So the second but... thing is true. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so they got this KFC console or yeah. the KFC console. Everybody thought they were just joking, but it turns out they were they were dead serious. They were extra crispy serious. Yeah. Uh, so watch out, PS5 and Xbox. KFC's gaming console is here. Uh, it's apparently a what, VR-ready what is it high called? It's the KFC console. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm calling it. Uh, it's essentially a VR-ready high-end PC, but it comes with a built-in chicken warmer. Does it come with grease-free controllers? That would be actually a very good. Because that's what you're that gonna happen. need if you got the, you know, you got the chicken warmer there. Yeah, definitely. I, my my PlayStation gets hot enough. I could warm chicken on top of it, but that's neither here nor there. Does it have like the uh, 17 herbs and spices built in, so that you can? Just oh, yeah, you're right. My MacBook gets hot enough. I think I can cook chicken on top of it. That that seems possible. That does seem possible. Uh, well, KFC teamed up with Cooler Master and launched a gaming console capable of 4K and 240 frames per second. Wow. Uh, the joint press release doesn't mention the price or a release date, but apparently they're serious about this. Wow. So had you ever seen the um, the KFC training videos no. that they had come up with? Uh, look them up. They are, they're like V, they have like VR headset. I don't know if this is true, but apparently they have VR headsets and they use that to train people to cook like the chicken in their restaurants. Do you have to VR kill the chicken yourself? I hope so. Grab them by their beakless face and like twirl them <laughs> around by the neck. No, you just have to have to take a potato wedge and stick it down their, their throats. Oh, I see. And they can't stop oh. you because they don't have beaks. Moving forward from our initial teaser campaign earlier this year, pleased to finally give the fans exactly what they wanted, making the KFC console a reality, says KFC PR boss Mark Cheevers. I was really hoping you were going to read this as the colonel, and I was not disappointed. (laughs) I'm glad I could help. The the complete specs haven't been revealed, uh, but is believed to have an Intel... NUC9 CPU, uh, Seagate Barracuda 1 terabyte solid state drive, and of course, it also has a chicken warmer. There you go. Because often when you get food at KFC, it's already cold. Well, you don't want it to get cold because all those chicken breasts, their nipples are going to get really hard. <laughs> so my, my main problem with KFC... Is I, I don't dislike their chicken. I don't dislike their food at all. Actually, I like it if it's good. But most of the time, it is not good. So instead of investing in technology and virtual reality and, and marketing, maybe they should like pay their people Work maybe a dollar more and hire some good people. Not not what? directly at it. It's, it's the prison. You know, you have the school to pi- school to prison pipeline, and then there's the prison to KFC pipeline, and that's what that's where they get their workers. I think. <laughs> 
Well, they get all the people that can't get hired at a McDonald's. That's true, yeah. Because, well, they did get hired, but they're not rehirable for several reasons. <laughs> Mostly because of why they went yes. to prison, I assume. Well, and that incident with Grimace. Ooh. Ooh. Jason, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned there's probably plastic in your placenta. Ooh. But if you just pick around it, it's fine. And if you get on Santa's naughty list, you get on the jail list. Uh, we learned that possibly an octopus might be on Santa's naughty list because it's been punching fish. But to be fair, those fish had it coming. <laughs> coming. And we also learned that humans can hibernate, but it's probably bad for their health and mine. Uh, and finally, also bad for your health, is the KFC on Soul, uh, which apparently will be available at some point in original or extra crispy. Mm, delicious. And this hour has been an hour and eight delicious minutes. All right. So I guess that's the end of the show. Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you very much. And Happy New Year eventually to you. Well, yeah, but not yet because, you know, we have next week's show. Oh, that's right. Okay. So so, uh, my daughter is very excited about her Christmas presents. Oh, yeah? Or gifts. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait to open them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I definitely feel like I should get her some bad gifts. You want to get her some bad gifts? Yeah. Like, she can't have everything she wanted. Yeah. She has to know the, the joy of getting bad gifts. Right. Like, my grandma's really good about, like, going off a list. But when we were little, we didn't have, like, the same. Like, you can do an Amazon wish list. Right. You said to, like, tell your mom what you wanted. And then your grandma would hear. And she'd go to Meyer or something and try to find it and fail. Right. Yeah. So you get like weird things. I've gotten some bad gifts for Christmas too. Oh, what'd you get? Um, there was this one where it was like, um, it's this, um, Santa, um, like this animatronic Santa and he's dancing and stuff, but he's also twerking. Um, and the gift shows him it's still on the department store shelf. So I don't think, I don't think they actually bought him. Uh, are you, I think you mean a GIF. Um, we're talking about gifts. So I've all, I also hate any Minions gifts at all. There's this other one where it's like Santa and he's shirtless and he's like swinging on the wrecking ball like Miley Cyrus was, but it just seems way out of date. It's a very bad gift to give too, I think. Well, you know, a boomers love a good out-of-date reference. They really do, yeah. I also don't like any elf gif. Like I, I liked that movie, but I don't like the I don't like how popular it's become or it is. And also, like, the the ones where it's just, like, a Christmas tree and there's snow falling. Like, you, you couldn't come up with anything better than that to send to me? Come on. Are you just going through my text messages? <laughs> no, Christmas gift. Gift. With a oh, t- gift. Yeah. Gift. Yeah. What's the worst yeah. Christmas gift you've ever received? Uh, hmm. Take a minute. A leopard print blanket. Someone gave you a leopard print blanket? Not not like leopard in a natural color, like blue with black leopard print. Okay. That's that's pretty bad. I don't I don't really have one. I don't have one I, to like I, I think it was a shared gift with like me and my wife. It was like here we got uh, it's my grandma. She's oh. she's you know. She tries. She, she buys things. She buys things. She got a she, like gift set of 
Elizabeth Taylor's White Diamonds. No, she didn't. She she did. She did. Yeah. So that she could smell like, you know, old lady church on Sunday. <laughs> she must have then that... said like, oh, I saw the commercials on TV. It's not, it seemed really good. Yeah. She saw the commercials in 1965. <laughs> right. uh, that went to the Salvation Army. Oh, the bell yeah. ringer. We just like shoved it right in that little slit. Right in the, the bell ringer's dong hole. <laughs> right in his Urethra Franklin. Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh.